0: Hey, how you doing, my ragtime gal? Picking up a little, uh, what is that? Is that the chord? Picking up a little Tetris sound effect. My headphones, don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully it's not coming through in the audio. Hello, my name is Mitchell Phillips. M to the Phillips, and I fill it up. Sitting here with my buddy Spencer Callender.
1: Hey, hi, hi, everyone. Podcast Universe. Podcast
0: Universe. Here back on the pod once again. And our trusty producer... Team leader, JB. Hey, everybody. Yeah, follow him on Instagram. We are back in uh, Jeremy's house once again, recording for the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast for the fans. We are, uh, it's a solemn episode. Uh, The bunker, the place that hosted the bunker, the, uh, the overall mother building of the bunker, the comedy club that is and was Marty's. Soon to be was Marty's and uh, my former residence of two years. The place is closing down. So we're hats off, gloves off and the club that helped make us. Spencer, are you down?
1: Let's do it. Oh, fuck. I was, I was hoping you'd say no. No, we let's get not engaged in
0: fisticuffs. Thank God. Thank God. We'll, we'll maintain a uh, martial power for now. Um, I'm going to hats off first. Let's keep it light. Let's give it up for the place. Uh, can I get some uh, sound effects? Let's get the audio back on. There we go. We got the... Uh, I'm going to hats off Marty's uh, specifically for the lackadaisical nature. When people would ask what this place was or like I, if I saw a comic somewhere else and I liked it, I'd be like, oh, you got to come to Marty's. Marty's was a... Uh, I described it as the Foot Clan, where the Foot Clan hung out from uh, Ninja Turtles. It's just like... Also like kind of like a... What is it? Um, that island from Hook.
1: On oh, the Lost Boys, I've always called Lost it the Boys Lost Island because it's like Lost Boys Island. Yeah, Marty's is where all the rejects go. It's almost like the Reject Comedy Club. Like they always say, comics are misfits. These are the double misfits. Like yeah, yeah. Felons, people who can't play nicely with each if it's, other. If, if, if like, instead
0: of co- comedy, it was for criminals, there would be like a, a skateboard ramp with like a basketball hoop over it. A lot of like glow sticks. A guy selling cigarettes. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, it had the vibe of when you walk. It was in, like Deadwood. It, it felt like an you were walking into an AA meeting. Where everyone relapsed and was just <laughs> trashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it really did feel like Deadwood. Like you'd walk
0: into it and it was just like, There's no laws here, but just don't piss off the wrong guy. Uh there was it was BYOB. It was above a pizza place and a liquor store. It was uh you could pretty much do anything. I saw somebody beat up a guy with AIDS. And he didn't get banned.
1: Yeah, the guy <laughs> beat up. Someone got beat up. There were so many people got beat up. So there. many fights. There were a lot of people. Who got Some dude beat up uh, came
0: in and was heckling. Tons of people that just came in got heckling and got thrown the fuck out. But like, celebrities. Somebody, uh, yeah, celebrities came through. But um, I saw a guy pulled a knife on a couple people once, and somebody just threw him in a chokehold. <laughs> and while he's in the chokehold, the other guy just lit up his fucking midsection, <laughs> and then took his knife and he's like, "Can I get my knife back?" I'm like, get the fuck out of here.
1: No knife for you. This is our knife now. <laughs> this is our
0: knife now. We just that place legitimately was just like run. It was like an insane asylum run by the lunatics, and then like Marty would come through every now and then and just like kind of maintain order. You know, sort of
1: loose, loose order, very
0: loose order. We also learned via like twenty five examples, well, many examples, but through like twenty five vessels that you could just kind of shout Marty down, and then he would just be like this, but he'd always get the upper hand. Real quiet, sneaky Jew shit. That's why I'm in Hollywood, folks. I'm I'm a lover, and uh, (laughs) of the of the of the tribe. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like we would get blasted there. I've I stayed at like before I even lived there. I'd stay there till like four o'clock in the morning sometimes. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they were we were there till like seven in the morning after I'd already moved out. It was a uh, hats off to them for that and the uh the lawlessness that was.
1: Yeah, people would just sneak in after they were closed, hop the fence just cause so they could sleep there because yeah, half the people really didn't have homes and. <laughs> A lot of it wasn't even like people. A lot of people just it was just shelter for them, and we were like animals too because we always just hung out outside on the patio. So we didn't even want anything indoors. We just oh, it was so bizarre. What a, it's know. so hard to explain that place. Is that but tweak coming in on everybody's left it. ear? I'm hearing it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's not
0: coming in through the audio. Let me reconnect this real quick. New Marty's cables, new mics. Missed. And there's, there was only one it's rule my
1: in Marty's. One rule that always stood. Pay him the $5. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Pay you don't even have to $5. pay him that day. He'll, yeah. You can owe him. He'll remember, though. He will never he, forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would never forget.
0: I've seen him go down a line of like six people being like, hey, you got five? And he's like, I'll get you tomorrow. He's like, you're at five. You're at 15. The next person, you're at 25. All right, you gave me five, you're at 20. Just go down the line. of just like, this guy just has a face-to-bank account ratio with him. It was a. Like,
2: he would always appreciate, you know, you'd like, "Hey, I'll get you tomorrow," and you'd shove shovel ten. And, oh, nice. He doesn't,
0: but he doesn't he have to ask like, for yeah. it. You clear the tab, and he's just like, "Thank you, you're a good man." He'd like shake your hand. Yeah. That shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Could what else? I'm trying to think. Of, speak to the lawlessness of the place. Uh. White
1: Tyson. Well, anyone could go there. That I was at next stage.
0: Somebody got stabbed. He was a he was a frequenter of our mic, but he stabbed somebody at a different mic, a block over. So. Need not worry. It wasn't that crazy?
1: Someone he stabbed someone. Yeah, he
0: stabbed somebody at next stage. Oh, gee. I think he's in jail for a long time. Well, yeah, I would hope
1: so. At least a <laughs> little bit. He's in comedy jail. No jokes for you, buddy. No
0: jokes for you. He'll be the funniest guy in prison. You know what's sad is probably not. Probably <laughs> he probably won't be the the funniest guy in prison. Oh
1: no way! Criminals are hilarious because the
0: L.A. open mic scene is full of them, folks.
1: Yeah, em- anyone could go there. The, the sm- is it the mic? I think no. Is it the cable? Maybe. All
0: right. Sorry. You guys are just going to have to deal with that. We'll make it a, a snappy one. We'll try to avoid it when we well, can. And
1: Marty's was polarizing, too, because you either drank that Kool-Aid and you were in the cult or you hated it. I've never heard any comedy club get shit on more than Marty's.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, I heard, actually, it was one of my favorite ones. I was at a show up in Santa Clarita, and uh, we were talking about Marty's outside. And uh, this one comic who will not be named because I don't hold grudges. You motherfucker. But he uh, he came up to us. He's like, Marty's is for comics. that didn't like Bill Cosby until he was convicted. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you fucking nailed hey. it, bitch. But back off. I had a, I don't know. Not a sense of pride, but like a protective, like a motherly nature about that place. Because like, fuck you. It's not my fault you, sh- you came there once and get, didn't get any laughs. So now you talk shit about it. For yeah, the rest of your ev- life.
1: everyone went once, everyone went once, and it, I'd always see new comics and I'd be even like
0: bad comics when they come back a second time. I'm like, at least you're in like you're not a fucking pussy,
1: yeah, I saw a guy uh at a different show, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, I saw you at that Marty's place. That place sucks, you don't go there <laughs> person, like double. yes, I go there a lot, yes, why, in fact, I do go there.
0: I actually go there before it's open on Tuesdays to hang out with the old man in sweatpants."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah willie bingo
0: shout out Willie yeah, yeah bingo. i go i
1: go when the sun's up Spe- to work Spe- yes. on comedy with the creep and sweatpants
0: spencer had a, a real uh daniel mr miyagi relationship with a comedy legend out here
2: yeah he's still the last guy to hold up as a tenant of marty's he's still there
0: yeah he's not exactly a holdout though he moved in got all his stuff in there uh started unpacking got the place like 90 percent set up And he wasn't just going to live there. He was turned into a full studio. He had, like, chroma key, drop cloths. He had, like, multiple cameras. Was, like, buying additional wardrobe. He had two editing bays. Like, it was a legit thing. It was a a large room, and he was turning it into a little place he could sleep every now and then, but mostly just to shoot shit. And he got about 80% unpacked. (laughs) And then he just had Marty carry over his security deposit as his last month's rent. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. He just, he just he paid his first and last he and never had to give him deposit? another. That's pretty Oh, crazy. for sure. And we're not getting any security deposits back. That's another thing. Let's go straight into this. Gloves off, Marty's. <coughs> Let's do it again. And again. <coughs> there we go. Gloves off, Marty's. For uh, He is, can I just be a son of a bitch. We used to have this crazy guy that lived in the back. Uh... Ooh. Just this, oh, just a horror show. He's like the Voldemort of Marty's, real crazy fuck. But he, um, uh, he threatened to stab me one time, and I told Marty this, and Marty's response was, "Well, your girlfriend has been sleeping here a lot lately." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" You just have to give him that, like, uh, where you stick one finger out and you go like that. You, yeah, you. That Robert De Niro just w- half winking with one eye and pointing you. But uh, yeah, it was wild. That guy was a mess. That's another gloves off entirely to uh good old Voldemort to the back room. This guy has a I remember one time, so uh he moved into the back room and then like six months later he convinced Marty to put a lock on it. And there was a stage back there so we couldn't go back there and we were used to the second stage to go practice, you know, run material, try time. It's more of a private room. There's no list. You just get like three people and go back there and like, you know, establish your own rules. Like, hey let's each do five minutes and call each other or tag it if you can or blah blah blah. It was a nice place. But he put a lock on the back door and we just hang out back there. And then one day, Ron Bush, uh, shout-out Ron Bush, go, goes to like hit him up and go, hey, can we get in the back room? He's like, no, it's fucking locked. And we're like, oh, all right, dude. Uh, well, this is a comedy club, and it's open. And we talked to Marty, and Marty said it has to be open during opening hours. She's like, no, I called him. He said this is my room. He let me put a lock on it. He's from Boston, if you can't tell. He but uh, So he, they start getting into a shouting match. Like Fast forward five minutes, another guy gets in on it, our, our house bulldog. Shout-out Tommy Easter. Gets way too crazy and gets Ron's back. They start, they're just backing him down the hallway towards like, uh, the, towards where there's the back room and then another bedroom door. They got him trapped in a corner at the end of this hallway and they're screaming at him, going off at him. And he's getting pulled into this corner and he points at another guy, uh, Yema. He's like 6'4, 200 pounds, just like big black dude. And he just for some reason brings him up in on the ass beating that he's about to get. And then he goes, I don't have to do shit. I got, I signed a lease. And I go, and I'm I'm also a person who lives there, so I from the very back of the crowd just stand up and go, None of us signed a lease. And then he goes, I'll fuck I'll go get it, I'll fucking show you. And I get I saw once again I spoke up from the back, I went, We'll wait. <laughs> and then he stood up, he looked through the four, three or four people that are trying to kick his ass, and it's like maybe like ten more people down the hallway across the room, points and then locks eyes with me and goes, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Oh, that's also the guy that tried to stab me. The,
1: uh, no, I saw him get uh, beat up with his own guitar or
0: Yeah, yeah. Last day he was, uh, you know, uh, or not the last day maybe, but the very end of his run, he was freaking out and tried to start another fight with somebody. And he had a little, like, uh, like a mandolin or ukulele size. Like, it wasn't one of those, but it was a guitar about that size yeah, type instrument. Yeah, it was a little
1: baby thing. It was and, a weird one.
0: And uh, Kyle Henson, uh, a guy, who, he's a comic who looks like he was a, a dog that was magically turned into a person he uh, he uh, starts pulls out his phone and starts filming it right so he takes his gun or his his fucking his, his, Whoa. his guitar like it's a, like a like a sawed off shotgun you know mm. he's like wielding it like that and begins like using the what's it the, the end of the the stem i guess where you turn the things the nobbies and just starts trying to like smash the phone out of his hand like a crooked cop in the nineties, and so Kyle just with his phone in his left hand just starts teeing off on the guy. And for a little context, oh, he got fucked. Oh, Voldemort said he was. He uh, <laughs> he had been warning us that he knew martial arts. Which for anybody who knows martial arts, they say the practice in which they know. Not they don't just say I all know martial Boy, he's arts. Probably an expert in all of it. Yeah, he's a black belt in multiple disciplines. As as he as he spouted out, he's like every time we had a beef, he's like I just wanted to squash it between us because like you really could have got hurt. I was like, did it, could I have, could I have, Sam? After I saw you just get teed off on by a guy with one hand. The best part was, so he has his phone in his left hand, and he's just throwing, like, like hooks. Face, face, shot. And he's, he's not protecting, he's still holding his guitar, and he's not protecting his midsection or his head. He's kind of got his elbows bent and his fists, like, near his face, but, like, arms up. He was just fully giving like his entire midsection and his face, not protecting anything. And Kyle's just throwing him all hooks, just body, body, face, face, body, face, 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 body. And then he calmly like takes a step back, hands his phone to Cody Morley, <laughs> and then goes in with both hands and just lights him up for another two seconds. And he's like, "This is Marty, You just gonna let him treat me like this?" It's like you attacked him with a guitar. And then uh, apparently the guy he uh, Kyle handed his phone to, shout out Cody Morley as well. He fucking. He just set his phone down on the couch next, on the, the sofa chair right there. So when everybody left, Sam just okay, came through. like he, We thought he had walked out the front, but apparently he had run back in, picked up the phone off the arm, and then just threw it down and ran out like a toddler <laughs> and just smashed his phone. So even though he didn't get to hit it with the guitar and got a little ass whooping, he ended up breaking that phone in the long run.
1: I was worried he was going to kill one of us, though. I mean, Oh, he... He,
0: tra- he tried to stab me twice. I, I came out of my room one time and I was just like, yo, he was just making a sandwich and he just starts you like not like so, type of crazy guy didn't he realize he's holding a knife like using it to point at me. Like, you don't talk to me like that. And I was like, "Hey, whoa, 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 bro. I'm going to go back in my room. I'm going to get something that I can fucking knock you the shit out with." And then uh I'm gonna, and then we'll see how. You know, one of those
1: He was yeah, he like was Like one of those
0: adrenaline's like 10 in the morning, I'm going to get a bagel and he's just wielding a knife at me. I was like, "I'm going to close my door and when I come out, I'm going to get something that's going to kill you. Put the fucking knife down and don't talk to me like that."
1: I felt so yeah that, that that guy was just more sad he uh I th- but the thing is he liked getting beat up I realized because there was so a, he could be a victim I was in the back well he likes that I was in the back room doing um doing a set with another comic and the comic had a has a foot fetish and he was talking about it fuck and yeah and then was that me no nice it was uh someone else I don't want to blow up his foot fetish spot but let's just <laughs> call him, uh, uh, but anyway so after let's call that him he, he, talks, he talks about his foot fetish and. Uh, Mr. Boston <laughs> corners him afterwards and starts telling him that he has a fetish, too, and he likes getting whipped by, by women and how he just has, he gets in a ball and just gets whipped and whipped. And then Ooh. he goes harder and says, nice. that, uh, says that sometimes the places I used to go to back home, they wouldn't hit me hard enough, so I'd have to get a man to do it for me. And <sighs> that is a, some insight into a sexual <laughs> deviancy that I want nothing to do with.
0: One time when he like first moved in when he was like still kind of fresh in town, Marty set, started letting him stay there he wasn't even moved in he Marty just kind of let him sleep on the floor in the back and he uh he, he uh he just played guitar he was never a comic, he was just like this weird like homeless dude he's like forty five year old guy from Boston, obviously you know in hindsight, probably just burned every bridge on on his way out to l a like he just went east or like just from Boston and went west and then just slowly like every two years burned a bridge and moved to the next state until he got here and it was just fucking awful. Um, but anyway, he was really good at guitar, allegedly. I only ever heard him play like four songs. They look complicated, but I'm not a musician. No, but he, but uh, he, uh, he
1: stole the songs. He got called out. Some, he d- did an original song for us one time, and a, another comic goes, that's a so and so song. It came out 15 years ago. <laughs> and he goes, No, it's not. I wrote it. I wrote oh. it. And pulls up the YouTube video, shows it to him. He goes, Well, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he was so committed oh, to his God. lies. He was basically saying, "Do you know? I've never heard of this other artist, and I still wrote this song. So It's just a coincidence. We have the exact same uh, song. Tim McGorry told me a story
0: one time. He was playing that Beethoven song. It was like, Ding. Or it's like, Do 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 do. The, was it like the Moonlight Sonata or like Symphony or something like that? Well, Something like that. Anyway, you guys know it. And he goes, uh, and he goes, yeah, I just wrote that
2: to <laughs> Tim McGorry. I was just
0: like, no, he fucking did. Beethoven. Not. And then I thought about it for like three seconds. I was like, yeah, he probably did. But uh, what was I getting to? Oh, so one time he gets a gig. There's this real Johnny Depp looking motherfucker that comes in. He's just like, you know, like six foot tall, 140 pounds, soaking wet, with a crocodile Dundee hat on, with like feathers coming off one side, with a like a a peace sign on it. Yeah, way too many scarves. Brown leather jacket. He, uh, you know, uh, like Chelsea boots, those boots that just have like the elastic on the sides, no laces, like real David oh, sure, Duchovny sure, boots. Yeah, yeah, Some real David Duchovny fucking low boots. And uh, anyway, they play for a couple times at the club. I guess he gets him a gig locally, and then like on Friday, he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to San Diego with Jesse." I was like, cool, man. He's like, yeah, we got a gig. You got me a couple gigs. I was like, cool. He's like, we're going to go down there night early. I was like, I'm I'm trying to cut this conversation short. And he goes, uh, he's like, yeah, it's going to be great. I'll be back on Monday. And then he takes off, says bye before he leaves. I was like, see you, man. And then uh, he gets back uh, the next morning at like 10 a.m. He's like, yeah, I rode the bus back. We went down there. We got a hotel room. We were just going to hang out, get used to the town before we go <laughs> up the next night. Yeah, get used to you. And then he made me do crystal meth with him and started getting real gay. I was like, he made you do crystal meth with him. You can make some. You can make a grown man do crystal meth and then get real gay. Well, I think. I think way... you smoked meth, sucked his dick, and they were like, "I can't play with this guy tomorrow." You had a f- weird gay falling out.
1: Oh, man. But uh, if
0: you ever accused him of being gay, that's when the knives would come out.
1: We like getting whipped by men. So no, he was just an all-around weirdo, dude. Very pathetic person. One where he t- he offered. You just a... Feel sorry for him and whatever wretched human raised him. Imagine his parents. He's probably good compared to his parents. No, but that's
0: another thing is like he's from a pretty normal situation. Like he claims like garbage, trash Boston, but he's from like a working class family. Like he parachutes and like snowboards. He's a classic like nineties burnout kid, you know?
1: Yeah. Tweaker, musician, skydiver. And then he'd always get drunk and talk about his daughter and how he's gonna save ten thousand dollars and take her to Disney World. Oh yeah,
0: and he's like, I'm gonna go back home and I'm gonna take it to see the nutcracker. I was like, why don't you just
1: be a father every day. Just b- take her to McDonald's. Just get her a Happy Meal. Just you talk don't, to don't her. Don't set your bar so high.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, I heard the other day at Marty's that he's apparently flying in to finally unlock the closet, which he locked on everyone and left. Oh, yeah. We have, we have, a, we, have a, we have a
1: Capone type of uh, Capone's vault situation. Yeah. Because yeah. once we open the closet, it's just going to be a coffee can with some pennies in it and no, some roaches. And everyone's phone
2: chargers. Yeah, that's another great Sam Pick story. Our phone charger. So at one
0: point, okay, so uh, Tim McGorry, <laughs> I loaned Tim McGorry my phone charger one time, and he plugs it in, and then uh, I asked for him for the another day. The next day, I was like, "Hey, can I get my charger back?" And he's like, "Oh shit, I left that there. I thought you would just assume." And I was just like, "All right, there's your scumbaggery. Like I loaned you a charger, just hand it back to me. You can't just leave it in a public place. It's gone, so." And then uh, I guess. It was like, whatever. I was like, oh, that sucks, dude. I loaned you a charger. Like, come on. Give it back to me. And then like six weeks later, he's over at the club hanging out with my other roommate, Jonathan, uh, just playing some Xbox, what have you. Uh, Ask Sam for a phone charger. Or not Sam, Voldemort. Sorry. Uh,
2: I've been waiting for that the whole time. <laughs> we're using
1: everybody's <laughs> names. Everyone's getting first and last name. <laughs> and we're just calling him our East Coast friend or Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for the name. He's a...
0: Anyway, I don't think it's his real name. Anyway, I saw some of his mail, but he, um, he, uh, he. It's, it's Tim asks him for a phone charger, and he hands him the charger that I handed Tim weeks prior. So Tim walks over, and he's like, "Do you just have?" And before he could finish the sentence, there were just twenty phone chargers. There was a a mason jar that was just half full of like weed that you could tell was just like. Uh, all pulled out of roaches, like, oh. you know, like you know, oh, so a he's bunch just of, like, scouring, yeah. He was just sca- s- spanging the whole place, like power tools, a couple of his things, like a hard hat. Even though he worked like twice, in the
1: patio. yeah. <laughs> oh man, my I think my favorite story of him of all of them is the slider to the patio that was busted, and it wouldn't slide. It would make that terrible yeah. noise and get caught in the track, and he was it was his job to fix it, and it. He never fixed it properly, and at some point made it worse. And I remember he was on the floor trying to fix it, and I just was ragging on him, just being like, oh, you're going to make it worse? How much worse can it be? <laughs> and he took, Spencer, don't mess with me right now. I do a terrible accent. He but, made um, me like a black bus driver. No. Yo, Spencer. Oh, yo, Mr. Spencer. Yo, I'm from Boston. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> just that look on his face of just utter failure, of talking so much trash about how handy he was, and how he's a carpenter, and he couldn't even just get this sliding door to stay (laughs) on the track. Oh,
0: Uh, I remember one time uh, the, the light in the front bathroom went out. The the one that all the, uh, you know, everybody that attends the mic uses the one in the main room. He, uh, the light just wouldn't turn on. It was started shorting. And then the switch just stopped working overall. He goes to uh, fix it a little bit and he doesn't know what he's doing. So he gives it a poke around or two. He comes out on this, on the patio. I'm talking to Jesus era. And Jesus is a real uh, handy dandy guy. So he goes up to Jesus. He's like, hey, can you show me like, how to do this stuff? Like, uh, can you give me some tips or walk me through it or at least help me? And Jesus goes, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Like, no problem. Um, sh- first, got to shut the power off or at least the circuit to that room. And he goes, nah, I work live. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, you have no idea how to do it, but you work live. I like that. I was confident. like, I was I like let him live. do it. Please, and he insist, kept insisting. I'm like, no, we need to shut it. I was like, I was like, yourself. let him, please, please let him work live. Just you, we could kill him right now. Just let him do it. Our other plan before we like got him out of town with a couple ass beatens was uh, he was a parachute. He liked to skydive. Uh, my plan was to slowly raise like twelve hundred dollars to get him a squirrel suit. One of those <laughs> one of those free falling like uh, flying suits.
1: A GoFundMe for a squirrel suit
0: because a- I knew if we gave it to him, he'd try it and he would just fucking die because he's not good at anything.
1: I don't think he ever. S- I I doubt he even. Uh, he probably just found, like, a skydiving t-shirt at Goodwill, and that just became part we of We still get, like, skydiving identity. monthly
0: <laughs> over at Marty's. Like, hey! We'd do, that's where, like, a Everyone piece of his mail with his man. fake name on it. It would be, like, uh, it's like Sky World, and it's just, like, every, one of those shitty,
1: like, uh, uh, like, a trade magazine, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Where every for, other for page the, was an ad. Yeah, you get to... Learn about all the new parachute technology. And <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: the, t- the technologies that have changed so much <laughs> since World
1: War II. Well, new colors and stuff. <laughs> new is, colors. Uh, yeah, New a colors. A shape, nice, funny shape. All right, man. This is just a rag fest on all. It was a rag fest. Uh, Let's go to old, a. Do you have any friend.
0: hats off you can think of?
1: I'm hats off. Just of it was hats a, a, hats just a great off. place. Uh, it was uh, almost a community. If you know the comedy store, a lot of the the regulars hang out there on the patio, and Marty's was this. Weird bootleg, uh, mutant version of that. Yeah. Where b- if you people hung out, hung out, they had good times. We we had barbecues there, but it was it was the most communal. We had Thanksgiving of, there a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was um, the most communal of for like the, foo- all the clubs. for the
0: Super Bowl. Like we had like like I've been to two. Super we, had, we had a Bowl bunch parties. of resources. Like somebody brought a projector. Somebody else brought a tarp. Somebody else brought like somebody just brought a big Atlanta somebody Falcons brought a Super blanket. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, somebody just brought a big Falcons blanket. We played like an old. Um, what's it called? A uh, uh what, an emulator, a Super Nintendo emulator.
2: Marlena's baby shower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one one of our, had her baby our, shower. Our there.
0: Friday host, yeah. w- uh, one of our Friday hosts, she got knocked up, and we had a drive. It wasn't just a baby shower; like oh, yeah. people brought like thousands of dollars worth of stuff, everything from like Q-tips to diapers to wipes to baby food. It was a community, and not only that, it was like when we go to other mics or shows, it would just be like. Whether it was two or like six, all the Marty people would just like hang out together outside. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter wit mic or show or if we could be like two towns over and then, then like Orange County and just like it's three Martys people having cigarettes out back and everybody else is like, come watch the show and it's just like, ah, am I up? <laughs> is it my yeah. turn? <laughs> like, go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, and it was, uh, it was always a meeting place, too. If we're going to go on the road and do comedy, it was just, yeah, be at Marty's at 9 in the morning or, or whatever. Or just a meeting place in general. Or like... just we go to the Dodger game, be at Marty's by 4. We're going
0: to a barbecue up in the valley. Oh, let's only take two cars. Everybody meet at Marty's. We're going to Weho Halloween? Yeah, we're going to Halloween down in West Hollywood. Um, yeah, man. That's a bummer. It was also, uh, I liked it liked when people would come out on the patio, like people that were new. Or that even people that weren't new that, but should have fucking known better, we, like, come out on the back patio, and it's all of us just, like, telling jokes, and we're, like, laughing and being too loud and smoking and drinking, and maybe a couple other drugs are going on, you know, allegedly. But, uh... I mean, it's, it's a it's drug? It's a character we play. Yeah, we're drinking coffee and taking our uh, prescribed antidepressants, and, uh... <laughs> Somebody would be like, hey, can you come in and watch my set? Or hey, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to run this, I'm, and I'm you wouldn't even have to
1: new and you just, you
0: wouldn't even have to be the person that says no because you would just like look around and somebody's just gonna be like, that, man, we're kind of just like hanging out back here. I just like, I stopped doing it being the guy that did it, and then I just like wait because somebody would do it, and I liked seeing like the turbulence of so, because like if, there's no easy way to say it because like they're being nice, but it's just like,
1: oh, we don't really do that. Like if we wanted to watch, we'd be in there. Yeah, one guy did that. <laughs> he was just shocked,
2: and he came back and was like, really, no one? It's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> One night, uh, we were watching the uh, UFC fight in the back of the uh, main sit room, and a new guy came in and was like, "Hey, can you guys turn that down so I can do some time?" <laughs> and uh, we turned it off and let him do a stage time. Thought he was gonna be like a hot shot,
1: just stared at him with dead eyes, and
2: bombed for like.
1: <laughs> That's great. A guy followed me there. I one love time. that too. I was at a, I was at a doing a show at the Hollywood Hotel, and this guy was from the East Coast. And he was all nervous and just basically awkwardly followed uh, me and Jared over to Marty's, asked if he could come. And I, I mean, we walked all the way from the hotel. I gave him or no, no, sorry. I was at Pig and Whistle. Anyway, it doesn't matter where I was, but uh, it's over a mile. I walked from. Uh, yeah, I walked. I know. I, I, but I walked from Pig and Whistle and uh, the whole walk. It's a good 30 minute walk. Mm-hmm. The entire walk. I'm giving him a beautiful very specific breakdown what to expect what it's like you're not going to get laughs no one's going to like you and i was telling him like what style of jokes aren't going to work all this stuff he does his um he does his time gets no he also wanted me to film for him and oh, i just grabbed his God. phone and i just set it on a on a file cabinet and i said well there you go you can film from there and I, i'm like you're not going <laughs> to want video that. of this set. i love that marty's you're, fucking n- attitude you're not going to want video of this and then i mean i gave this guy the most specific breakdown He Gets off stage. He's from he's from New York, so which is a you know a melting pot city. And he his only thing is he goes you didn't tell me how many you didn't tell me how many black people were going to be here.
0: What? <laughs> I like he was upset
1: that I left that out. Also, there's a lot of black people there. And I my response I said you should have brought that I, I up. Said, in fairness, don't you live in New York? And he goes, I only do shows for white crowds. I'm in Brooklyn, and it was just
0: I'm in Brooklyn. Only white people live in unbelievable.
1: Brooklyn. It was the, one of the weirdest. Like I left out the black
0: part. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Spencer. Like, you I always I really leave out the black. <laughs> and when we take uh, when you he took Dicey and Jay Green to Flagstaff, you didn't let them. You didn't let our our hosts in Flagstaff know that we were bringing black people either.
1: Yeah. Not for it, not for the guy. No, no nobody. For just for Dice. We were just rolling up and she, Dice is like. she panicked and you didn't tell him we're black. I go, it's my buddy. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you think he's we like. We just hang out with pieces of shit. Yeah, and this <laughs> guy. the fuck's wrong with And me. this guy is the complete opposite. He is the most welcoming, like the sweetest, lovely kindest. Man. He's just a lovely man. Shout out, Iraq. And she's, you got to tell him we're black. I said, no, I don't. I know, I know him. <laughs> if I was going to hey, my racist friend's hey, Spencer, house, Spencer, I would probably Spencer, warn them.
0: Spencer, Spencer, can you come here for that? Yeah. You didn't you didn't say they were going to leave. Back. <laughs>
1: there are two of them. <laughs> you
0: son of a. Two? two? Nope. No. No. Just slams the door, locks it. You just hear, like, the, you hear that you see the deadbolt go, but then it's also the cartoon locks where you just hear him, like, do the chain, the slash, yeah, the yeah. lat.
1: And. Uh yeah, and right when he get in, he just starts rolling blunts for everyone yeah. <laughs> and giving everyone free booze and it's fantastic. It's like, he was just ready to party. But um, oh man, that's great. I, I had a good one.
0: What else? What else? Marty's. I think it's the XLR on this guy. Maybe.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's on every once in a while it starts getting crackly. Oh, now it's just not stopping. All right. Uh oh, dead yeah, air. Not good. good not that's good. Definitely
0: Coming through. It's not dead air. There was that weird crackling. All right.
1: You got a little crackly air. There was
0: that weird crackling that I was pinpointing, so it wasn't totally dead. All right. It stopped. We are at 32 minutes. Let's start wrapping this guy up. You got anything else you want to say about the old uh, Marty's or maybe some uh, off subject? Hats off or gloves off? Oh, I, I mean, I have
1: lots of the regular ones.
0: Um well, don't waste any, because I mean this is kind of a themed episode. No, that's the point. Well don't why'd go crazy? You bring it up Then I mean, I mean, if you got a couple, I don't want you to burn a whole session. No, no, I won't. Thirty-two burn them. minutes. I have here.
1: good ones. I really like these ones.
0: I mean, we're we're still in between the limbo, guys. There's a two moving situations. There's a potential move on Spencer's horizon. Everyone's moving. Everyone's moving. It's a new era. It's a new dawn here in, in a Hollywood la la
1: land. I mean, Marty's is good, and it's shocking. Like, as sad as it is that it's shutting down, I can't believe it lasted as long as it did. Oh, me With too. how illegal—I mean, he had— The amount of times I had to people, talk to the cops. Four people living there, people are constantly being loud. There was—oh, you know what?
0: We set off fireworks out front multiple oh, yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> like, good, like, New Big, Mexico yeah. New fireworks. New Mexico mortars.
1: But you know what I have to talk about? One guy that cannot get forgotten, uh, there's an apartment building right next door. And shut up, shut shut up, up up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And the way you could feel it in his tone, he was just at his wits end. He's spending a bunch of money to live on Sunset Boulevard. There are homeless people pissing and shitting all (laughs) over his front yard. You can't even walk in grass anywhere. There's a... Gang of homeless trannies who are also meth eight to dealers ten tents for like six months, six to ten. And months. then we are just the most annoying, listening to music out on the patio, getting in arguments over. I say comic books are gay, and someone else is defending their point. And no, it's like just,
0: legitimate, like at the top of your lungs, like screaming about like
1: political arguments to like.
0: You think you could fucking jump higher than me? <laughs> yeah, just
1: everything. <laughs> just baiting people just to get them riled up, and then this guy would come out of nowhere, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up!
0: Oh, yeah, it was the best. But that's also, I, I was kind of like, I'm still like an adult, you know what I mean? I was like, let's be decent neighbors, let's quiet down after like 10 or so, you know what I mean? Let's not have a, a fucking laugh laugh fest, a knockdown, drag-out yeah. fucking brawl, something My like thing that. thing was, I want to keep it but going, But also, so. this fucking dickhead, like... Your your balcony is looking over Sunset Boulevard <laughs> next to a comedy club. Like that's on you, dude. You know they showed them that apartment at like noon on a weekday. Yeah, when yeah. there was nobody there, it's like uh, the realtors in New York know to not show you the apartment when there's not a train going by in Queens. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Forgot like, to
1: leave this one
0: out. Me- I can meet you there between two fifteen and two eighteen, or <laughs> or uh, between three fifteen and three nineteen.
1: Yeah, you don't want to go there at night when there's just a crackhead sweeping dirt. In, yeah. Like. yeah,
0: just just a guy with a broom. Never seen him before, but he's he's cleaning up the neighborhood. I guess just sweeping the the wash out of the gutter.
1: Oh yeah, the fireworks are great. That fireworks
0: was... are great. Um, what else? The f- the 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 kicking people out. The uh, the making fun of nerds. Podcasting. The Marty's joke. Marty's joke is the best place to describe that place. If you're looking for a warm and supportive audience. You have emotional problems, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then sometimes it would be going off, like because the one thing we're uh, giving, we're praising it all the time. But you, a lot of times you would go in there, and it would just be awful. One guy sitting in the room, and you're like, "Fuck!" But you still come back do this to Marty only, and then every once in a while you'd roll in, and it would just be packed, and you could you man, crush. the feeling of crushing there was a awesome. was a good one. The
0: best was people not knowing how to do that room, and then like you like three people bomb, and then you go up there. And then, kind of like you know, work it to a certain extent. But also, like, or if you do well, and then the person after you goes up with the same confidence, and it's just like it's not even the room. It's literally like a comic by comic basis on a night by night basis. Not even night by night. Sure. Sometimes I'll go in there. I'll I'd get home from work at like six o'clock, and there's like nine people in there. And then I go take a shower and I come out, and there's it's empty. It's just Marty like playing the piano with his headphones on. And then I go get like a six pack, and then like hang out on the patio for twenty minutes. And I never even saw these people come in, but it's like 25 people. You know what I mean? And yeah, it or the turns room's into packed. a great show. But yeah, like, and then
1: by the time it's your turn, like the one guy who is there for the first time and bringing their like six friends who yeah. aren't comics, and you just feel you're like real people, real people, <laughs> yeah, real people. blood in the water. And then you, by the time you go on, it's like, oh, it's just Marty sitting here now because yeah, uh, that girl got creeped out because uh, Marty did forty five minutes on how he wanted to molest her. Well,
0: there's also no decorum in like a like in a normal comedy club or like a venue or a show with a format, you know. People are like, oh, I'm beholden. Like things are still flowing, or this and that. But there was always like an up and down. There's conversations happening in the back of the room. There's an in and out people going through multiple doors. Right. So oh, it, you would you have to so yell at someone in the back
1: because they're watching second, some world star hip hop yeah. video that's very loud. And- Somebody,
0: but when you get off stage, uh, it doesn't matter how good you did, or like they could watch three great comics in a row. They're losing their mind. But then the in, in between comics, like everybody would just get up and leave. Shit like that. There was no, like, oh, let's stick it out, Like, or it's not over yet. They were just like, oh, it's a very casual thing. Everybody's just in and out. But you could have, like, like four great shows in a night, because it just ran all night. But but it would be, like, dead for an hour in between.
1: Yeah, or just... you get, like, groups coming in. Also, you never knew... I mean, you could get 20 minutes, or you could get six minutes, and you really would just be like, oh, Marty's going to smoke a cigarette. That means I'm yeah. getting seven extra minutes. Or sometimes and- I would be
0: like... He's like, hey, you want to go up? I was like, uh, just give me, like, five. There's just, like, I just have two things I want to work on. And then he just, like, all right, all right. And then he'd introduce you and then just disappear. And, like, 45 minutes later, I was like, I guess I got a tight 45.
1: Fucking son of a uh, bitch. Are you coming back? Where are you? Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess that does it. And just the amount of crazy people there. I mean, all the people who have rolled in and out. I mean, people who are absolutely out of their minds. Yeah. That, there was, like. That bipolar girl, the lady who would always talk about her herpes all the time on stage, the old people that would come in for like years at like five thirty,
0: and then just do the same like five to seven minutes and then leave. Yeah, and they'd, they'd get it's a Marty, so like people be shouting out tags like change this, put that one up front, like, and they would just come in the next day and just do the exact same thing. <laughs> it's like it's not getting better. Like, <laughs> oh man. I oh, a- also, uh, R.I.P. to the bunker. This yeah. podcast, this network, it was all born on the bunker. And uh, that is no longer. That's kind of sad. That's why we missed a couple weeks. Uh, not only is Jeremy Beam moving, but I had to move, cause, and the club is closing down, so we're reestablishing. We're still just sitting on Jeremy Beam's floor uh, trying to figure it out. But, um, yeah, I RIP to the guy, bunker as well.
1: I had a guy. I went, uh, I went in early to work with uh, you know my man Willie Bingo, and there was a guy waiting outside, and he said, I, I just want to watch. I, you Shouts know, out my man Willie. I heard about this place. I just want to watch you guys. So we got an actual audience member for an hour, and then, no one just shows up there just to watch. We knew we secretly wanted to do some comedy. Yeah, and um, it was this gay guy, and I liked it because he, uh, I did he all your my dick? all my gay material, and he loved it. So <laughs> I, I I went in hard on it.
0: Spencer's got so much gay material; it's coming out of his ass. Hey,
1: don't steal that joke. Hey, I R. Love... R.I.P. Marty's. But uh, then this guy goes on stage, and he has a couple jokes, not very good. And then he just said, "I've always wanted to just." pull my balls out on stage somewhere and i've never <laughs> done it so he just unzips his pants and then take his dick out just as balls nice and he was like a i don't know, he was just a very kind middle-aged guy you did not see that coming at all mm-hmm. and that was hysterical And um, willie bingo's a homophobe so. there
0: is a willie bingo he came out on the patio it was like a bunch of us regulars just sitting out there like uh finn and derek are playing chess and then like a couple of us are shooting the shit willie comes out with like a, a couple cameras and a boom mic and starts just, like, getting testimonials, like a goodbye or, like, some B-roll for a documentary or something. And I had my nuts just through my zipper the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, just, like, to give, people are giving, like, real interviews. And my nuts are just, like, six inches to the left and two steps behind them. I'm yes. just, like, in the frame. And nobody noticed until I brought up. And Willie's – I had to convince – I'm still trying to convince him. Do not use that goddamn footage. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's, like, oh, I can't use any of this. I'm, like, it's my balls. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Or he could blurt. He has technology. He can –
0: yeah, if you're going to blur it, over blur it, please. Make me look Make like I got fucking grapefruit big. balls. Everybody knows <laughs> girls like guys with huge balls. That's true. All right. Beam, you got anything to say? Good. About the place? Marty's? Nothing? RIP. RIP. You heard it from the source, folks. You know,
2: I'm, you know, I'm going to miss that place. Like, when I first moved to LA, I, I went straight to the comedy store, like a lot of comics do. But uh, I was there and met Jeron Horton. That night, and I was like, "Hey man, where do I need to go?" He's like, "Go to Marty's." And I was like, "Marty's was like second place I landed at." I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is nine day from the Comedy Store." <laughs> but it is the Comedy Store in a weird way. Like, I dude, I
0: remember uh, Spencer. You got, you and Kenan started like a week or two after me. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Nerd Mount was my first mic ever, and I was like working up the for like a year to go do an open mic. And then once I did, I was like, "Oh, that's not." It was like it was all worked up in my head. And then uh, a couple of people were like, "Oh, let's go to Marty's." And we went to Marty's, and they're like, "Let's go to f- what was it? Uh, Compton, the one that they, we made look like Compton outside, the uh, the cafe." Oh yeah, the coffee shop. Uh, whatever what was, that was it called? No, uh, uh, not Tribal Four Cups or something.
1: Oh know, yeah, that one was every day. That was like, yeah, that was the. It run. was the triangle Nerd Melt coffee shop, Marty's. Marty's was the second mic I Next ever went stage.
0: to. And then the next day, I saw the other two mics weren't open, so I went to Marty's first, and then from there we bounced around and we drive around and it became a lifestyle. And then uh, you know, I'm just uh, like we were saying, the people that go back to that place after going there once or twice, you know what I mean? And most people disappear until there's a farewell party, and then all of a sudden, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of place, fucking right. waywards. I'm t- every person that actually like loved and was gonna miss Marty that tried to get a selfie, you get like three people you didn't know like leaning into the photo. <laughs> it's just like, can I get one fucking? Pictograph. Man, Just I wonder one. what
1: he's going to do with all those headshots.
0: Oh, he said he's leaving them. He's he's selling the there's desks mine. on Craigslist. Yeah, he said uh, he didn't. He wanted to wait till the end for people to like tear them down, so it's not like a hollow shell. The last week it's open. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, he said he's leaving them up. He's like, it'll break my heart to take them all down. The entire place is lined with everybody's headshots. Until I I wanted mine up there until I saw like people. There's probably like thirty headshots in there of like. That's the only time they ever held a microphone. Yeah, it was like four years ago, and he put their picture on the wall. So I was like, it was more of a point of pride that I never, I even lived there and yeah, I I never had my he, picture on the wall.
1: I was bummed t- to finally get my picture on the wall. I liked not having it, yeah. and then he got a stupid camera. But so no one stole the cameras? boobs.
2: Yeah, so they came
1: down.
0: Oh, someone st- took the boobs. Camera. They were sitting on the
1: desk yesterday. Uh, well, I was going to say, I mean, first thing you're going to do is steal the Doug Reed boob shot.
0: It just as like, put that in like a uh, frame. Oh yeah, frame that for sure. I might go back and I was thinking about going back there and just uh, uh, raiding the kitchen, just like because I got my new place. We just have like we only have a small pan and like a big skillet, and like I can only make ravioli for one. You know what I mean? Like a a, a saucepan. I need something to boil pasta in. No, I drove by it and it was closed. I guess that was kind of oh fuck, I forgot it's Sunday. So yeah, they might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I up. might
0: go go through there and just steal all the pots and pans, and maybe find a nice nostalgic picture. Yeah, nice. Just steal shoot. off the wall. I'll, st- I'll get a picture of young Naz Janice, <laughs> just with like a crew cut, with the uh, the Drew Barrymore from Titan AE hair, just like the two, it's like a short hair, but with the two I, long bangs on either side. I
1: do not know that reference yeah. at all. Look it up, Drew I Barrymore know Drew Titan Barrymore. AE.
0: It was the uh, animated Matt Damon uh, classic. All right, guys. R.I.P. to Marty's. R.I.P. to the bunker. R.I.P. to the last vestige of uh, you know a uh, uh, house for outlaws in L.A. comedy. Sorry if this was boring, but uh, one of my favorite places in the world closed down, so you can go fuck yourself.
1: Also, we're gonna get a new place with a better name than the bunker. We're gonna have a we're gonna come up with the greatest name. Oh yeah, dude!
0: This is not the death. This is the phoenix going into the ashes, and it will rise. It and will you guys rise. are gonna be so much happy. You're gonna be so happy you stuck around. And we are gonna be so happy you stuck around. Thank you for sticking it out. And we hope to see you once again next week. Thanks.